Welcome back to Cover Zero. This is Brandy. I'm here with the guys, Henry, Jordan, Jay. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Staying safe, I hope. Oh, yeah. Keeping that distance. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we are going to begin our division breakdowns. Um, we are going to start with my wonderful or I should say wonderfully awful division, NFC East. Um, and we're going to start with uh, my team. So let's go in order of the draft. Um, so for the skins, I want to hear from you guys about key losses and acquisitions, and then we'll move into uh, drafting needs moving from there. Um, for me, I think one of our biggest key losses and I've talked about this previously, um, Quentin Dunbar. Right. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I talked about me not being mad that it happened. I am more sad than upset about it. I understand it. I get it. But that loss hurts. Um, it really hurts. Yeah, that was big. <laughs> um, that was big. Yeah. So um, where, where did you guys see key losses uh, from an outside perspective. Uh, I agree with that one right there. For one, that's that's the biggest one for you guys, the squad. Um, Dunbar. Uh, Trent still is still there, though, right? He's supposed to be gone, so that's going to be a key one once he's gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so lo- those ones right there are the biggest ones, honestly, for you guys, in my opinion. So I, I think Dunbar, I, I didn't know Dunbar, so he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, he wanted, he, he requested it a while ago. Yeah. So that's, I think, actually, now I think about it, we did, I think we brought it up on, on one of the episodes right. a while back that he wanted to, he wanted to be traded and whatnot. But they gave up, it's crazy. Um, it was Seattle, right? Seattle yeah. gave up a fifth, mm-hmm. round, fifth round pick. I thought they would get more for it. I, and I think they should have got more. See, that's the thing. I, these head coaches, being GMs for the moment or being full-time GMs, it just it's just not the thing to do, man. Most of these head coaches need to stick to just being head coaches because Ron Rivera, I would have got more for him. I mean, he's one. He was in our top – he was in a couple of our top tens, I believe. Yeah, as far yeah as corners, he was. So I, a mm-hmm. fifth-round pick. I was joking when I put it on the page. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said we'd give up a fifth-round pick for him. I didn't know y'all would really, you know, I mean, that's, we should have gave, we should have gave that pick up for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that, that one shocked me because that was, that was during my internet hiatus that I took for a couple days. And then when I jumped back on and saw what I missed, I was like, oh, Dunbar <laughs> for a fifth. And right. Seattle, that was basically, that was Seattle's fifth round pick that they got from the Steelers when they gave, when they traded for Nick Vanette, right? I, and, right. and the people mm-hmm. listening to this may not even know who that man is. So that just basically tells you Seattle got Quentin Dunbar for some tight end that they just shipped off, essentially. So they still wow. have a pick in that round and added Quentin Dunbar. Incredible. Yeah, to, I, yeah, I would have thought so too, Josiah, that they could have got more for him. I would have expected that to happen. And i got to think Ron Rivera tried to elicit more to occur, allowing them to get more for him because they knew he wasn't going to be there. His track record, he had a couple of his – just before this 2019 season, which was easily his best year, he had two right. years on IR where he made it to IR at least one point of the season. So right. there could be that shakiness of 
teams wanting to give up, you know, like a top 70-ish pick, top three rounds, et cetera. But still a fifth, though. Right. That guy's, they got a really good player in that deal. Uh, Other, yeah, other notable losses. uh, I think you had mentioned him, uh, Trent Williams. Who knows what you guys will still be able to get for him. Uh, it's, It's been known that he's been on the trading block. We also did talk about that a couple months ago since uh, the hire Uh of Ron Rivera. So uh, he's going to be another one. They also, you guys also lost Eric Flowers in free agency. I think the Dolphins picked him up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Yeah. Josh Norman, (laughs) Josh Norman's gone too, but I mean, you'll be fine with, with whatever. So those, those are really, and oh, um, and I think also you haven't resigned him yet, but Chris Thompson looks like he's on the way out with, you didn't pick up his option yet. And the, and you and what we'll get to next is you did also sign two running backs in free agency. I was gonna say yeah. we have eight or we have eight or nine on our roster right now, which doesn't make sense. Right. Well, I know two two of those guys. I know Love and Geis. You know they got knees, especially Geis. I mean, they got he got knee issues. Um, so he's injury prone. AP's older. You know what I mean? And those are the three backs to go with. Um, what you what what's the name of the back that y'all saw? I'm blanking on his name. J.D. McKissick and name? Peyton Barber. And Peyton, part, Peyton yeah, Barber. Peyton Barber. I think that one, that's a solid one. That's because I mean, at least he's consistent. You know what I mean? He's played. He hasn't had no injury, no injury history and whatnot. So you know that's solid. I mean, it, it is crazy when you look at him five running backs. You know what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are injury prone or they're old. You know, AP. I'm assuming if guys is fully healthy, he should be the starter. But AP is probably gonna start i'm not sure how they're gonna work that but one's older the other one got knee issues serious knee issues and then loves had some knee issues so you know it's kind of a toss-up i can see why they stacked up a little bit yeah so let's move to um key acquisitions um i will start again since it's my team i'm glad um i was glad to see that we did pick up fuller again Right. Um, you know, because we not saying it, you know, is tit for tat, but we need someone in that position. Um, and he's one that I definitely can see adding to the dynamic. He's a versatile player in that position. So I was glad to see that. Um, another one that is gonna be not necessarily for talent. <laughs> um I'm pretty sure he just turned like 38 last weekend or something like that. He's old. Okay. However, I keep talking about my team's lack of culture. And honestly, I think that is why we're bringing in veterans like Thomas Davis um, to bring in that leadership and that culture that we seriously lack. Right. So when I saw that pickup, that's, where my mind went with why you would pick someone up that's 38 and just, you know what I mean? But you need key vets on your team to boost them at times. So um, that was one of my key acquisitions for that free agency. Go ahead, Henry. I know you didn't get a chance to talk. Yeah, I know the Thomas Davis trade was a little, uh, I don't know, kind of confusing to me, Um, especially with with, with the, the high draft capital that you guys have in this draft. Um, I understand. Yeah, he could bring in like meaning like for culture. Um, and like I said, he knows Ron Rivera's defense. Maybe he, maybe that could be uh, another teacher for uh, you know Ron Rivera. Because of course he can't be at all places at once. So maybe he could be another teacher to help all the the young guys. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be bringing in. Um, also show the young guys how it is to be a true 
pro because you know the Redskins they've been at the bottom of the barrel for so long. So I think it'll be a good uh, kind of like a father figure for those younger players to see how it is to actually go about your NFL business from a day to day. Yeah, I, I mean he's old. Really old. <laughs> I mean, I mean he, he has to be. He has to be exactly for what Henry said. I mean, you know, uh, that father figure, somebody that's going to train and, and help the, the younger guys and how to take their, their jobs. Well, they should be taking it serious anyway. Right. But you know, some of the young players go to a, a dysfunctional franchise like the Redskins. So, you know, you got to kind of line them up. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think that's the only reason why, though. And Henry brought up a good point <clears throat> and said how he played with him in uh, Carolina. And he did, you know, that's his best years over there. So, um, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a, that was – Fuller's a good add. He adds versatility in that secondary. Also added – just like pretty much everywhere else, a lot of the signings I saw were like just depth pieces or like fringe guys. Right, it, right. Something like, you know, special teamers, competitors. Not a lot in the way of difference makers, but – I don't right. feel like right. you overpaid for any of them. So so that so that, no. that works. You gotta bring in you gotta bring in new dudes, you gotta clean house in order to change that culture. You're going to need new bodies, fresh faces, guys that you necessarily would wanna have on your team if you're gonna start driving a different ship. So uh mostly that's just kind of across the board. I've always thought Ronald Darby's an underrated cover guy if, he he, if he's yeah. got a pass rush in front of him we also already right. had that in philly if he's healthy, right. he's got that and depending on what a lot of us think you guys might do in this draft you pair chase young with Harrigan, whoever else you have on that defensive line if sweat can come around yes. have a year two improvement i really do like deron Payne. so you know Love those deron could work Payne. out i do too nice okay so moving on to the draft needs um I mean, besides Chase Young, we are getting him. People speak it into existence. Nothing is going to change that. Um, I don't know. Uh, no, hey, it's <laughs> happening. It's happening. Um, besides that, I am looking towards offense. Um, I want to see what they do with the line. Our interior line is, oh, God bless whoever ends up being the starting quarterback. We need help. Um, we have a few uh, leaks in offensive tackle that I think we need to strengthen up a bit. Um, I'm interested to see if we go for any wide receivers. Um, I think we have a young, improving core, but I wonder if they uh, grab a few, or not a few, but a couple more um, in that. And where do you guys see us going? Besides Chase Young, of course, who is obviously already a redskin go ahead george i would i mean i would go chase young just solidify that now and then apart from that any any draft pick for the for the next probably maybe even considering possibly the whole draft people who affect the passing game mostly on offense and even defensively because chase young is going to rush the passer if you draft somebody else right. you want to mm -hmm. go with and maybe the second round there's a lot of receivers out there that you can pair up with Terry McLaurin that are going to really help Dwayne Haskins' development, or if it's Kyle Allen, who they brought in too. Right. Know, I think that I think that signing it also gotcha. really eliminates the possibility of maybe going for Tua if you're going to bring in Kyle Allen to have him compete with Haskins. I agree. So I agree. That does totally. make Chase Young the likely pick, 
And then from there, if you want to go offensive lineman in one of the top three picks, which I think every team should do, just my personal philosophy, but cycle in that talent and you guys will need help to protect him in the passing game and weapons for him to throw to. So as long mm -hmm. as you're picking of any at least top four rounds, I would say if you go Chase Young first, next three picks, linemen and pass catchers. That's what I would do. I agree. Um, Chase Young, definitely uh, second overall pick. No doubt. No question about that. Um, yeah, I think it. it uh, Jordan brought up a good point saying that bringing in Kyle, that, that eliminates getting to it. I agree a, a thousand percent. Um, obviously, they've, they've coached him. They know what he's like. Um, he had some good games. I don't think he's the guy. But nor do I think Dwayne Haskins right. is the guy either. I, I think that's going to be some real competition right there. I, I never was uh -huh. on him. I didn't think he was. I didn't think he was that all that. Matter of fact, if it wasn't for Kyle, I would, I, I would still draft Chase Young. But I wouldn't be surprised if they really traded back to try to get some more capital and and you know get a QB and whatnot. But because um, they got they got a lot of needs and a, and a, and the QB would help because I I don't think Dwayne's a guy. But having Kyle that helps out. Um, pass catchers, yeah, they need some wide receiver and help, you know, helping out Terry, the speedster. That would work. Um, tackles, they need tackles too, man. They need tackles. I mean, Penn, you know, he's finished. Um, obviously, Trent's going to be gone. Uh, and, you know, Jordan brought up a good point saying that a lot of the pieces that they added was really depth pieces, and they were. You know, I mean, guys like Cornelius, Lucas, you know, I mean, you know, guys that only played a couple, couple games last year or started a couple games in their career. You know, so they're going to need help. So I would go Chase Young first round, second round, I depending on what tackle is there, in my opinion. As a wide receiver, obviously that class is real deep, so they can possibly grab a real solid wide receiver yeah. third. So I would probably say maybe tackle if the right one is there and then go wide receiver in the third, you know, and then – forward i mean yeah they they could they could use another cornerback you know i didn't get to really touch on kendall fuller he's he's solid he wasn't all that in cases but you know coming back home you know and working with a good defensive staff that could help so those are some of the needs i would say i think i kind of disagree with you guys as far as the whole little kyle allen take like do we really know that just because they brought in kyle allen that means two is automatically eliminated i don't think so we just talk about how you know robert Vera brought in uh, Thomas to to because he's familiar with him, knows the system. I think this could be the same, maybe the same type of situation. Kyle Allen did play pretty solid when Robert, you know, when he was a quarterback, and when Robert, Robert Vera still right. was the head coach until he got let go. Then it was just funny as soon as he got right. let go. That's when Kyle Allen just fell off for some reason. But maybe because maybe mm -hmm. because he knows the system, and we all know uh, Haskins is not Rivera's guy. No, that's not who he he particularly was because we did hear that they did interview at the combine they did interview Joe Burrow and they did interview Tua um, and those reports got out and I'm like, and I'm like that the reports got out because maybe they'll try to see how Dwayne Hass was going to take it but I, I kind of yeah, at that part I kind of disagree with you guys because we, we never know this is the draft we see some wild wild things so I I still want to put a 100% stamp on that it would be Chase Young draft anything can happen but as far as the needs, uh, I feel like that old line needs to be rebuilt. I feel like the only star on there is, uh, mm -hmm. is Brandon, uh, Brandon Sheriff. Brandon Sheriff, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah, I think that's the only really solid offensive line yep. that you guys have. As well, I'm not gonna, Agreed. 
he don't even want to be there. You guys just lost flowers. When you guys when they, they talk about you guys losing flowers, which is an, a bottom half offensive ta- offensive tackle, and you guys are talking about that, I think that's a big problem. It just shows how bad your offensive lineman is. Mm-hmm. So high, right. high, right. high in the second round, uh, I think. Matter of fact, I think in the second and third round, I think you should go lineman. You could probably get an Austin Jackson maybe there. Uh, I really like Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan. I think he'll be a real good center, or I think he could play the center or the guard position. I honestly think you should work. And and Ron Rivera is an old school coach. I think he knows in order to win, you need to win up front. You got to rebuild. You got to rebuild that offense a lot. I think the wide receiver. You got to stop. Terry McCoy had a really, really good uh, rookie year. I think you you could probably get some a receiver maybe the fourth or 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 even later on down the draft. But I think the main priority should be. Rebuilding that offensive line first. You got to protect the quarterbacks. If you don't protect the quarterback, we you can, have you, to. Yeah, you can you can mess up his confidence and, and all this stuff. So if you guys are going to stay with Dwayne Cat or Dwayne Haskins, but I feel like you got to rebuild the offensive line one hundred percent. I agree. I, I think that's. I think we all agree with that. The offensive line, yeah, is where it needs to be rebuilt. But I also think too, it depends on who's there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're are you going best valuable player or are you going with just straight need? So I mean, that's where you kind of got to balance and play the the chessboard with it. You know, that's why I was saying it just depends on who's there. You know what I mean? Because um, I mean, some of these tackles, this is a strong tackle class to be honest with you. I mean, there's could be about five tackles that go in the first round. You know what I mean? So I mean, and if a wide receiver like a T Higgins or or Rieger falls in the second round, you know, I mean, would you pass up on that, especially with them picking high? So I mean, it just depends. You know what I mean? It's, it's playing chess. You know. Um, and there's some good aid. They can use some guard help too. Yeah, that's why. That's why I just passes a week. We can play both center and uh, mm-hmm. right, guard. right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those guards you can get later on in the draft. You know, you don't really see too many guards going in the second round, third round. Some, some guards go in the third, but you can get a real good one in the fourth and the fifth. So it just depends how you really do it. I I really don't think they're gonna go for two. I I don't. It's no stamp for sure. Nobody knows. Nothing's guaranteed. But with that move happening, I can just put money on it that they not they not gonna go with with two. It makes no sense. It may it makes it to me it makes absolutely no sense. But that's my opinion. I mean we'll we'll see what question, happens. Question for 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 matter of fact for all you guys, if let's say um, I, I don't know any any team you say would trade up for the Redskins and give them a haul of picks, would you would you guys take that trade over drafting Chase Young? Like no. how how what are we? No, because they got. I think that it depends for me. At least. Well, because I just remember they don't have a second round pick, right? No, they don't have. A no, second. we don't. No, oh. remember, I remember they, for. I thought y'all did remember have the Montez Sweat from last year? How they traded up? They gave it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they don't have a second round pick, so they don't even have a lot of draft capital. Yeah, it it would okay. if you're yeah. giving me like a second rounder, I drop back in the first, and then maybe like a third and a fourth. I think I might do it. Well, I I, that's what it's it. going to have to take, of course. Because yeah, you traded up that high. Of course, it's going to be. For Chase Young, or maybe if, if they if other teams are scared that somebody else might jump up for Tua or or, or whatnot, that you know we've seen it happen all the time. Right. But I think that Hall of Draft picks would, like I said, they don't have a second. I, I it just clicked right here because I just remember. Yeah, they don't. That yeah, that's a good point. I'm glad, that you brought, that I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I thought they me too. Had I, I literally just, they just, they just remembered that Montez yeah. Sweat. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, no, you're right on that. They don't have a second. So, yeah, tra- trading back would be smart. But, again, too, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it just depends on how far 
Um, they're going back. How much capital they're asking for? You obviously, who, whoever, whatever team is doing, it got to have a second. Yeah, absolutely. You're not just absolutely. gonna be able to. You're not just gonna be able to no. give up your your first and then a couple thirds. That, that's not gonna work. So especially that high, right? That high up to the second, you know. And there's gonna be teams that's gonna call. You know, Chargers is probably gonna try to try to make a trade up. You know, um, there's gonna be teams that's gonna try to move up. So. Yeah, but yeah, them not having a second. Yeah, that's that changes a lot. So because, like I said, with so many holes on their team already, and they still have that's line, right. That's they right. Have no type of draft capital to really improve their roster, and, and it's just like okay, yeah, they come back to the third. Great, but in the in their team position that they're in, I would take a quantity over quality right now for sure, for sure. But it, it just like for example. uh where they got a- AJ's gone in the top. He's between AJ who? 16. Epinesa. Oh, yeah. Epinesa. Yeah. Yeah. He's between what, about maybe 15 and 25, yeah. somewhere around there. You know, I mean, if they're able to get back around there, maybe grab somebody like it. And but, they got, but, they got but, other but guys. They, too. But they, well, do, they but got do a, they really need a pass rusher? Let's just be real. They don't need a pass rusher, but I mean, they could use. They, they could but one, you have Ryan Kerrigan, you, 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 still, you, you still have four first round picks on that line. Right. The only way I would get yeah, a pass remember, rusher Remember, Jerron Payne, Jonathan Allen, uh, Montez Sweat, and uh, Ryan Kerrigan. All first round picks. So you still have a real solid D line. That's true. Yeah. Only, you really don't yeah. need it. Only if it's young. That's it's just young. I, I agree that, with you, Jordan. Just, Only if it's young. If it's that damn good, they just like, okay, we got to take them. I get that. But, man, they got a lot of holes. If I was them. They do got If I was them, I'll, I'll, I'll trade back. You get some. You can get a really, You're at the number two pick. Obviously, it's going to be somebody coming up for Chase Young or Tua. You can get maybe four or five great picks with that. You can. I didn't know they didn't have a second, though. That, like I said, that yeah. was a lot right so, there. I thought they had a second. I think they y'all still have four first-round uh, talent on that offensive line that can that can get after the QB. They really like I said, Chase Young is D line. Chase Young is that damn right. good. So I understand why they would take him if they stay at two. That's all I'm saying. Right. No, that makes sense. That's right. a good point. Okay, so the next team in the draft, the Giants, with the sixth pick, right? Are they number six? Uh, number four. 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 They were six yeah. last year. Gosh, that must be nice. Um. So fourth pick this year. Um, let's go over, let's start with their key losses. Um, Jordan, go ahead and get us started on that. Uh, none that were too big because that team really didn't have a ton of playmakers that were a ton of like really uh, important pieces that were on the chopping block. They did lose. Um, let's see, who was it? They lost Mike Remmers, like, and that's, which is similar to, I think on the Redskins. Mike Remmers is a like he's a fine average starting quality lineman. Nothing you're riding home about. But mm-hmm. when you lose that and have to now try to fill in a hole of just a guy who was just a regular dude, that creates a bigger void if you just trot out who's already on the roster. So then they also lost Anton Bethay because they declined his team option. Uh, Alec Ogletree is also out the door, and Kenny Lattimore went to your uh, Redskins. Mm-hmm. So then they then Eli Manning, what you know, whatever, but. Uh, Rhett Ellison, another tight end they lost. So those out of those, you can really you can find guys in, in free agency to replace several of them. And a few I think they they kind of did, or at least extra, exchanged average for you know about the same type of value. So no real gaping holes that weren't already there for that team for me. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, it, no, no, no player really. I think the only one that they could have lost that they franchise that would have been solid. Leonard Williams, right. mm-hmm. uh, so I mean, they invested a lot in him. That's good that they brought him back. 
Um, and it's far, yeah, all the other guys, I mean, they didn't have a talented team like that. Jordan brought up the point. They didn't have a talented team. So none of those players are really worth really, you know, you know, no big losses like anything like that. And they did really good in free agency. I already spoke about that on the last podcast. So, I mean, I, I like what they're doing. So, no, I, I think the only the, – the, no big losses or anything like that. They got the guy – they brought the guy back they needed to bring back. So, no really key losses in my opinion for them. Yeah, they didn't lose nobody big. Like, you're like, oh, my God, how are they going to replace that type of player? Nah, they didn't, they didn't lose that at all. Um, yeah, they did make some pretty solid signings uh, on their team. But like I said, I think the biggest move was the whole little franchise tag of Leonard Williams. Because you don't want to trade no draft pick for, for a player and then lose them the next year off of uh, free agency. So honestly, I honestly think that was probably their best move is the franchise tag of Leonard Williams. Because he did show a little flashes here and there when he did get traded. Maybe there's some type of motivation for him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah that, I think that was their biggest move. Yeah. Okay, and then what do you guys think about the free agency pickups? Um, any key ones you guys want to discuss? Uh, for me, I like James Bradbury. He's an underrated ad. Three-year deal, $45 million for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also grabbed Kyler Fackrell uh, from off the edge for just like a cheap $4 million deal. Cameron Fleming is going to add at least some some kind of stability, no like game breaker to the tackle position. So if they don't want to go tackle in the first round, they don't have to. Uh, beyond that, really, uh, we talked about Blake Martinez when we did our uh, free agency one. That's He's going to replace Uncle Tree right there in the middle, but that's kind of the same dude. Just real, real good tackler, but just has his issues in the pass game, at least from my opinion. So that's really it. But again, kind of the same thing, depth pieces. I do like Bradbury because they needed help at corner and DeAndre Baker out of Georgia did Big not time. look as good as at least I thought he would in his rookie season. I don't want to, you don't want to put too much right. stock into a rookie corner. Uh, that's, that's, he did, of course, they looked too good, but I don't want to put too much stock into a rookie corner. Yeah. Well, they need to help yeah, regardless regardless yeah, they, in yeah. corner position. So it's a great pickup. Yeah, Bradbury's definitely the best pickup. You guys know how, I, like I said again, with, with the Giants, Bradbury was a mm-hmm. great pickup. Um, Blake was a really good pickup, in I my agree. opinion. And, um, yeah, so I, I, I really like what they did in free agency. Their, their acquisitions is really well. They got all their draft picks, for the most part, early picks. So they're in position to do some some really good things. Cameron Fleming, I still think they need to go tackle, in my opinion. I ain't really big on him. I don't think he's all of that. So... I think they should go tackle, but we'll get into that in a minute. I think my favorite pick up is Deion Lewis. Maybe they could do some nice stuff with him and Saquon in the backfield at the same time. It's a nice ad. Yeah, I think they could do some little creativity with them. If they could block. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think hopefully Dave Gentleman (laughs) realizes that. (laughs) Daniel Jones had no time uh, behind that line, but we'll discuss that in a minute. Uh, But, yeah, I think Deion Lewis is probably the the same one. And and I kind of disagree with you to decide with the Blake Martinez. Because he was pretty much Alex Ogletree. Yeah. Alex Ogletree, great in the run, but sucks in passing. We we talked about this, man. We, we, <laughs> we, were, we, we were split. We this. were split. That's, that's the only reason why I don't like it. He sucks in passing. He sucks in passing. But he's great. He is. But he's great. But, you know, they got a lot of draft picks, too. They got a lot of draft picks, so they can go out and still pick up another linebacker. But I can't. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, he's, it's a bad pickup because he's bad at pass. There's not a whole bunch of linebackers that's great at pass coverage. Yeah, honestly, so, yeah, I mean, but for everything about the Makeup of that team. Come remember, we got they got Leonard Woods. Remember, they 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 got uh, they drafted Dexter Lawrence last. 
last year, who was really pretty, two really good run stuffers. So, I mean, you don't need right. like no great, great linebacker that attacks the run. I honestly would have just uh, picked up somebody that was just better at pass coverage. That's not true. Well, it's always good to have a good linebacker that can stop the run, though, because your defense alignment, you're always re- rotating them. They're not in every down, every single play. So, it's good to have a linebacker in there. They're going to play more. They're going to have more downs, more snaps than the linemen anyway. So, I, you, you, you definitely want to have that guy up in there. And he's a good leader. He was, he was real solid as far as leading that defense, too, over there in Green Bay. So, I think it's a good pickup, you know. I mean, you know, n- nobody's – a lot of these players, some of these – that's why they're free agents, too. We got to realize that, you know, you, you rarely find great, great free agents like that where they could just do it all. You know, if they were that good, they wouldn't be free. So, so moving into draft needs, um, where do you see a Giants need um, besides, obviously, that O-line? You could, you could look to receiver. You could look to receiver to help to just give someone else that can make a difference in the passing game to boost up Daniel Jones to make the defense think twice about stacking the box against Saquon. You could go that route. Would I if I am? They today, should. You know, they could. I, right. I was going to say, round. do you think they? Okay. Definitely, definitely in the second round. They've the one thing with the Giants, at least what I've noticed over the last like three drafts when they kind of get attached to someone as far as like the pulse of what that franchise wants to do in the draft they usually end up going that at least for a first round pick this happened with saquon this happened with daniel jones and now we're seeing it happen with beckton and Uh and when it was like oh he's this huge player he's this incredible specimen freak of nature who dominated the combine and the giants have been linked to him through several reports i've seen and with that team at least recent history shows that's the route they go and i really can't blame them for that i really can't blame them for that i, I agree i agree they need to go they need to go off into linemen you're not going guard that early ain't no guard even close to being that that good in this draft um nelson didn't even go that high so yeah they go tackle there in my opinion um i think i i would like Andrew I think so too. The best tackle uh-huh. in the, so I, that's where I would go. Um, watching more tape on Tristan, I've seen, and you know it's crazy, uh, Jordan, because you said you've seen uh, Beckton linked to him, but I've seen Tristan linked to them too. And I, out of, I think Thomas is by far better than both of them. So that's where I would go. For sure, uh, in the first round, they definitely need to go wide receiver. You know, somewhere, and I mean, if the right player to get there in the second round. Then you know they need to take a look at that. Um, so yeah, that's that's where I would you know, and they could use another they could use another pass rusher too. Yeah. You know they got they do got Esther Lawrence obviously, but um, they just drafted him. They obviously they got Williams and whatnot, and he played solid. But someone coming off that edge, another player coming off the edge, that'll be nice for them too. So it just depends how you know what player is there. That's just that's my that's whole, that's my method of drafting. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, you want to go for need, but you want to go best for the best player of need if that makes that makes sense. The best valuable player. Yeah, they had to address that line. Daniel Jones had a uh, no time. He had so many so many fumbles uh, last year. Yeah, they for sure got a offensive line. Uh, get the offensive line. But as far as tackle, I think I'll, I'll pick Makai back then. I, I just like what I see from him. Big man can move. Uh, at his side, he really looked like a dance bear out there. And that's personally who I would choose if I were the Giants. Um, it was also a real dirty in the run game as well. Can literally can block off a whole side by himself. Um, that's who I would choose. But yeah, receiver, they can go, you know, 
just like you know, just like what Josiah was saying, it all depends on who's there in the second round. Uh, Lavisca Chanel can be there, Denzel Mams can be there, Brandon Ayuk. It depends on what so deep. Want. What play? Yeah, depending on what they want, who's there. Um, but yeah, they they gotta address that position because Sterling Shepard, we see he, he can't never stay healthy, and I like Sterling Shepard. Right. I think he could be really solid, but he just can't stay healthy. Um, but yeah, gotta address the O line, give Saquon Barkley some bigger holes to run through, and also give Daniel Jones some more time to throw the ball. Yeah. So let's move on. Next team is the Cowboys. Um, what key losses uh, did you guys see? I know we discussed them not being able to keep Dak and Cooper and Jones, and obviously we saw Jones. Is gone. Um, what other key losses did you guys notice in that free agency period? Travis, well, he retired, but Travis Frederick yeah. retiring is That's huge. It. They, they played last year without yep. him because of that Guillain-Barre syndrome. So... Uh-huh. That yeah. that's that's you know that's they're kind of used to rolling without him, but now him now knowing that he's not on the squad, man, that's that's a blow. Right. They also, not anything like too huge. Uh, Randall Cobb, he had a really kind of a resurgent season for him, and that offense does function best with those two weapons yeah. on the outside. If you have someone underneath in the middle, like a third receiver, and we saw Dak and him have some pretty good consistency and chemistry together, and that would that that pretty that helped him a lot. Uh, other ones, Malik Collins coming over to the squad for the Raiders. I like that. I like I like yeah. it being with us, but that's a key loss for them. Robert Quinn, Robert key Quinn loss. is a, is a good secondary pass rusher because they do have Demarcus Lawrence. Mm-hmm. So that there will be some noticeable drop off unless they can address that some way within within uh, the draft because the free agent acquisitions they did bring in aren't necessarily speed rushers off the edge to complement Lawrence. So. I'm not gonna bring up Jason Winston with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we was waiting for you to bring it up. That's we we said y'all. key losses. Key losses. Probably the Byron Jones, of course. Of course, we all, everybody knew they couldn't bring back all those big guys. You know, the Dag, Mari. They couldn't bring them all. They couldn't bring them all back, of course. Uh, but them losing Byron Jones is pretty huge. But hopefully they, they'll they'll get that comp pick back for it, and hopefully they capitalize with it. Um, I'm that was probably really the one you brought up the Travis. Travis the one. The Travis is real big because uh, he's he's the signal caller for the offensive mm-hmm. line. So that was very yeah. very huge. You know, a lot of people had him as you know one of the top three centers in the NFL. Of course, when when he's playing, uh, so that was very very big. We'll see. Yeah, they definitely got a. Look to the draft to find that replacement. That's why even some people think at at the at the seventeenth spot that they might even take that season Ruiz out of Michigan because they definitely going to need to replace one of the best centers in the NFL. Um, but that Byron, the Byron Jones was was pretty big because the secondary was already lacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yep. you know, making turnovers or just being a good secondary in general. So that Byron Jones, I think, will, will kind of sting. Uh, a little bit, even if they bring in a, a rookie corner at that, I think he still, of course, he ain't gonna have the answer sure. that uh, Byron had for that team. I agree. Yeah, no, nah, you. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm done. You still off? Um, yeah, all those key, lo- all those players right there is key losses. Travis is definitely the biggest one. Um, there's no way I'm going. You said center, possibly going center Maybe. at 17. No way, no way will I go. That's just me. There's no way I would draft a center. I know how big Travis was, but wait, why, uh, why, why not? You know, we we can't. 
because you can grab that center in the second. Who, Caesar third Ruiz round. or a center in general? It's just center in general. I mean, Caesar will probably center, uh, Caesar will probably leave somewhere in the mid twenties, somewhere around there. But I mean, there's no way that I in the teens I would grab a center. That's just my opinion because I can get a real good center somewhere between the, the third, maybe. Not third, really. I feel like the center, the drop off is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Who like who do you, who do you think is the second best? Center? No, I, I don't. Shit, I let me see here because the fall off after Caesar that's that's another reason why they might do it is because of that fall off. I would, I still, I still, there's no, I would, if, if anything, if, if they wanted him that bad, I would try to trade back. There's no way I would grab a center that high in the in the draft, bro. That's just that's that's just my that's my opinion. Tyler's pretty solid, Tyler's a, Tyler's a solid from uh, uh, from Wisconsin. You know, so I mean, there's difference. There's, I, I just, that's just to me, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. There's no way I would drive a center that high. Um, if I decide to get a, a center that high, I or in the first round, I would try to get one. So that's just, you know, that's my personal opinion on that. Um, yeah, Byron Jones, that's a, that's, that's, that's big right there. Um, you mentioned him having or mentioned that, that secondary not being able to get turnovers. That was one thing he actually yeah, lacked, though, because yeah. he didn't yeah. get turnovers yeah. like that at all. So, I mean, he had the big effect, but the big effect really came off of them not really throwing him the ball. And that's because that's just because mm-hmm. how good he was in coverage, you know. So, But as far as, um, you know, making turnovers, anything like that, they need that in general. I think going somewhere, I know we're going to get into the, to the, to the draft and whatnot, but uh, CJ is somebody that, you know, that – could be pretty solid for them and whatnot. He might be able to to really create some turnovers and whatnot for them. But yeah, so I, I that's it. That's a that's a huge loss right there. Byron's, I, I'll say Travis is probably the, the biggest loss. You know, just because like Henry said, good point. You know, he, he makes those calls on that offensive line. But um, Collins, Jordan brought up that's that's a huge uh-huh. loss too, in my opinion, because you really you like those. You you like those run stuffers. You right. like those, and he wasn't just a run stuffer. He, I mean, he can get to the QB at times too, you know. And he could take those double triple teams at times. And you know, once you, once you got a defensive lineman like that, a defensive tackle that can play like that, then your other players eat on that D line. So um, that's a big loss too. That's for sure a big loss. But Travis is definitely the biggest loss for sure. And then Quinn, yeah, Quinn, Quinn's a loss too. He yeah he he's he's that he's that guy where. You know, when Lawrence is getting that, he's getting the pressure and whatnot, he need a breather, or they need another guy on the other end, Quinn's still able to get those the cool five, six sacks a year. So, you know, yeah, that's that's a you know, that's a loss too. But the biggest yeah. one is Travis. I agree. So then moving into Cowboys draft needs, where do you guys see that need, biggest need, and what should they do with their picks? Biggest need. I would say the biggest need, even before, maybe even that center. I would maybe I'll have to go their the secondary. Uh, maybe safety. I was gonna say safety. Uh, yeah, maybe or even corner. You know, C.J. Henderson would be there. Of course, the Grant Del Pitt would be there. Uh, I've been really high on Jeremy Chen. I don't think a lot of other people have, but I don't think, of course, they'll use the seventeenth overall pick on that. Um, I would say it's, it's got to be secondary or somebody for sure to replace. Travis Frederick. So uh, it has to be somebody in the secondary or season Ruiz. I think that'll be the only uh, good uh, guard slash center at that time of the draft to be drafted. Um, yeah, I, w- I will go with those two. But if I had to choose one, I would go second. I probably go ahead, would go. I would go somewhere in the secondary as well, either corner or safety, whoever they're high on. 
They've uh-huh. been linked. They've been linked to Del Pitt for a while, at least from what I've heard. And the ad of Haha Clinton Dix in free agency on a one-year prove-it deal, with his versatility being mostly, he's mostly now at this stage in his career going to play closer to the line of scrimmage, and you put the young cat behind him, and then in the second round, whatever you don't address in the second round, take opposite of that. Try to bolster that up because they don't want to catch themselves in the situation they did this offseason in terms of not just even just excluding the Anthony Brown, not Anthony Brown, but excluding the Byron Jones free agency situation. They overpaid to retain Anthony Brown, at least what I think. And then they're trying to piece together just other guys that haven't really worked out. So safety, Del Pitt, though I would go uh, Xavier. Uh, oh, I can't think of his last name right now uh, out of Alabama. I go him, yeah, Xavier McKinney. Yeah, I go McKin- him over McKin- over Delpo myself. But safety or corner in the first round, I think the safety would be the better fit just for now at this time being because they do still have a few guys that are familiar with that system that were higher draft picks: Awuzie, Jordan Lewis, Brown, etc. So, so go safety in the first round and then loop back around in the second and scoop up the best corner you can that's available on the board. Yep, I agree with going secondary for sure. Y'all already know I just how I feel about going center, so I wouldn't go there. Um, I definitely would go secondary, and I probably just dep- again depending on who there. I mean, CJ should be there, so I mean, if CJ's there, that's probably who I would probably go with. Um, uh, Grant, Jeremy, those are those are possible options too. Jeremy's uh, Henry's been talking about. I know a couple guys on SSAW's been talking about him or whatnot. His stock is starting to rise. I don't know if he's going to go on the teams. I don't know if it's risen to the point where it's you know people got him or most GMs or coaches got him over Grant. So um, if there's no safety that's went off the board yet and CJ's still there, I'll probably I'll say CJ. And then they'll probably they'll probably fall into their favor in the second round and they could possibly get one of those top safety because they pick 51. They'll, they might be able to grab one. So it just depends. But yeah, I would go to secondary yeah. for sure. Interesting. Moving to our last team, Eagles. Um, so let's start with their key losses this postseason. Um, Henry, get us started on that. Um, Eagles, didn't, I feel like they didn't really lose too too much. Something that's like, uh, oh, they uh, you know gonna be really right. hurting. Because they lost that person, um, kind of same thing with, with the Giants. I feel like they didn't lose nobody that is like uh, something that's real threatening to uh, mess up their team to make them be worse than what they already were. Um, I'll get on the. We'll we'll talk about the the key players that they did receive, but for key losses, I feel like they didn't really lose anybody that will like make a real big difference on their on their team. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, they didn't really, uh, yeah, some of these, yeah, kind of like with the Giants, they didn't really lose nobody big. They came yeah, up, of course, we'll right, right. a little bit. They came up for sure, but as far as losing anybody, they didn't really lose nobody worth really, you know, Absolutely mentioning that's big time, you know, so I There's think there'll be one fine. loss that I think will leave somewhat of a void. And it's whether or not one of the acquisitions could replace it. But the loss of Malcolm Jenkins to the Saints, he had a down year last year. But the way they used him in so many different ways, the way he disguised what they were doing so well, 
the familiarity of having him on that defense for so long. He's a guy who could play safety on the early downs. You could drop him into the box, play him in nickel, blitz him, play him around. His versatility wasn't as impactful last season, so I get why they didn't pick up his option and he moved on and went to the Saints. So to, it'll, it'll there'll be a little bit of a learning curve to try to find someone to replace him. They're, they've talked about using Jalen Mills in that role. I don't necessarily see that working out really all that well. But as we'll get to next with who they did bring in, Mm -mm. those other guys should overall be able to pick up the slack. But I do think we'll see some type of, of, I guess, different learning curve or something else to it that they're going to have to adjust to. I think I I don't don't know if I missed if I misheard you or if you said it. Um, Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, they've talked about having Jalen Mills fill in and stepping in and being the Malcolm Jenkins role. All the reason why I'm not, I wasn't tripping about to them losing to Michael Jenkins. Kind of reminded me of the Ravens moving off from Eric Weddle. The the the, last, the year before when we moved on before him, Eric Weddle was missing tackles. Seemed like he was just out of maybe too slow to get to places. That's what I saw from Malcolm Jenkins this year. He did have a down year, and I, and I feel like they probably think they probably feel like they need to get younger and maybe a little bit faster in that area. They definitely need help. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, sure. I mean, that that, if you look at look at that. Uh, Teams that were playing against the Eagles, they all were having like their best passing game for that whole year. So that's true. That obviously to me that also was my bad to cut you off, Henry. But to me that was they had no corners. Well, of course, they had zero. Of course, but but if you have but if you have an old safety, that's um, no no offense for Malcolm, but on the decline, right. you might as well just get rid of him and, and and go with somebody younger. We got this this draft coming up, and you, so you might as well just go younger and cheaper at that. Yeah. So then, key acquisitions. Um, for me, I noticed the Darius Slay. Um, did he actually make it on our list, or were we split on that? I can't, I can't remember. He was an honorable mention. Okay, because I'm like, I think I had him on my list. He was, yeah. Yeah, you probably, I think, certainly. I think I did, too. Yeah, because I'm like, if healthy. Adam, yeah, um, I had him like nine or ten. I, I like it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so if healthy, no. I'm still all for it. If, if healthy, I think that was wonderful for them. Um, Jay, what do you think? Man, great. That's a great pickup. You know, I mean, I was <laughs> mad about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. Don't you get I mad, know. especially when it's like a low round pick? Like, why don't we do that? <laughs> Come on, y'all. <laughs> yeah, man. And then the tweets, you know what I'm saying? The tweets and all this other crazy stuff, man. But that that's all fun. That's all free agency for you, man. You know, it happens. And that's 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 why we love, you know, paying attention and watching. But that was a great pickup for them. They needed him too. You know, they needed him too. I'm just man, and I yep. think they gave up a third yep. and a fifth. Yep. The third and a fifth. And I pulled that up. I thought they were asking because, you know, rumor had it that they wanted, you know, uh, somebody second, you know, and it was rumored that the Eagles were going to try to give a second for him and whatnot. And I, at that point, I know <laughs> we, we not going to do it because we don't got no second. So, but when it came out that it was a third and a fifth, I'm like, damn, we could have gave that up. You know what I mean? Because we got so we got three thirds. So it just, we'll see. I don't know, man. So we'll see. I know how Mike Mayock is. Obviously, he likes, he likes keeping his capital. And I feel it, but you know, then you got to ask yourself: Is there a corner right now that you would be able to draft that could that you could plug in and play week one? So we'll see. It's a good draft too, so we'll, we'll see. But yeah, I, I think that uh, was their biggest pickup for sure. You know, and it was a great pickup. They added the extension. He got what he wanted, so they needed him. 
he wanted to go there. So, yeah. So yeah, I like plan. We'll see how yeah, like the slay move. Same with you. You know, us being it, driving that Raiders ship for the Cover Radio podcast, we thought he was going to be a part of it. But to find out, you know, he went there for that deal. Good pickup. They signed the $50 million extension for him. The other ad is that I do like was they got Will Parks from uh, the Broncos, who I do uh-huh. think will be able to – he should most likely – when they do drop into a nickel on third down and you have Mills most likely playing in the slot, you can then you can then drop Parks back to safety and put him opposite Rodney McLeod. So so that should be that should be pretty solid. And then you have Slay now a true number one corner out there to, to compliment them both. That was pretty good. Uh, the other deal is the Javon Hargrave signing from the Steelers, which in in a considering their roster. They have several D tackles, but that's always kind of how Philly has done it, is just rotating out defensive linemen around Brandon Brooks and, or not Brandon Brooks, but uh, right. uh, uh, Fletcher Cox and then Brandon Graham. So, and then just keeping those guys cycling right. in and out because they didn't pick up the options for Timmy Jernigan or Vinnie Curry. So, if they're going to keep that type of mentality going forward, the, the signing of Hargrave will help them to be able to keep guys fresh, moving them in and always having a fresh dude to pair next to Cox, Jackson, et cetera. So I really like the move uh, just with what they want to do. And then it's the Darius Slay signing. Those basically just bolstering up that defense. And uh, then I assume that means they'll try to address the draft on offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. You brought up and it's, uh, that point of Javon Hargrave. That is a really good point you brought up. And I think most coaches – um, especially D-line coaches and defensive coordinators, they would love to. Right. Because they wrote, them defensive linemen rotate. They rotate a lot, you know, and, and they rotate more than any player, probably any position. So to be able to get somebody like a Hargrave that could plug up the holes and whatnot and help out with it with that dominant D-line D they already have is a big signing. So, yeah, that's a good point that you brought yeah, up. I was going to say, a Hargrave, I think, was probably the one of my favorite pickups uh, that, they, that they did. Like I said, especially with how deep and how talented that D-line is already. Brandon Graham, you know, one of my favorite defensive ends in the game. Um, so just adding more talent onto that stout defensive line was just a huge pickup. And then we're already just talking about that that secondary. So, of course, the Darius Slay pickup is going to help them out tremendously. Um, it seemed like they ain't had like a real one of like a top-notch corner like that for a while. Since like uh, Troy Vincent or something. <laughs> they died yeah, sitting on the ball. So for them to get one of those top dog corners that could bring like that dog mentality, I think will be real good. Not just for, uh, but, but for the whole entire secondary in general. Because I think maybe their confidence was shot last year or something. But I think he'll bring some swagger to that secondary for sure. Um, and then moving to their drafting needs. Um, what I noticed about their free agency um, was the lack of, I guess, any focus on the wide receiver position, um, which means they are really relying on Jeffrey and Jackson, which are injury prone. Um, so when, I mean, gosh, great players just injured every other day. So when I look at their needs, I know that wide receiver is one of them. Um, what do you guys? What else do you guys think the Eagles need? Shoot, what else? I mean, most of their line. It'll, Brandon Brooks went to IR uh, late in the season, so if he's able to, that was in like early January. 
So I don't know if he'll be able to go. That offensive line, though, otherwise has a lot of a lot of pieces still. They could. I don't know. I, I definitely go offense because it, it, their offense just stalled and just couldn't put up points so many times and lacked explosive big time plays. It was almost like when Carson Wentz trying to run around and make stuff happen, and they were never putting a ton of points on the board. Definitely they didn't. Yeah, they still haven't re-signed Jason Peters either. He's still free agent, and him, he's getting way, way, way up there in years. And who they always plugged in, plugged in as his replacement yes. was uh, the dude with the super long last name, like uh, uh, Vitai. They always plugged him in. Yeah, and he went yeah. to Detroit. So there's there's some question marks in an area for that offense where there hasn't necessarily been before. They also lost Jordan Howard. You can easily replace the two down running back. Darren mm-hmm. Sproles retired. We all more or less knew that was coming. Right. Nelson Aguilar can't. He's not a, a linchpin in any sort of receiving game, but that's another guy they were counting on for a lot of snaps and that right. they're going to have to replace. Is J.J. Arthega Whiteside's second year? He didn't look all that impressive as a, I think he was, what, like a second round pick, third round pick last year? Second round pick out of Stanford. And he just yeah, couldn't seem second. to create any consistent separation for them. So there's some there's some places they could go to address that offense because you can only throw to Zachary and Dallas Goddard so much that to work and then like you brought up Brandy having injured receivers as guys you're going to have to rely yeah. on more with what did go out the door you could go offensive lineman you could go wide receiver and it's it's really got to be for me I would just say first and foremost if I'm them they're picking like towards the end of the first like 21 and with how stacked this receiver class is you could pick up a nice receiver there that would really give Wentz a much more reliable target and then wrap right. around later on and address that line need and you know go from there yeah, Brandon, you brought up a, you brought up the, the the main point. I mean, it's the the injuries from their main wide receivers and them being a lot older too. So to me, it's like they got it. If I'm the if I'm the Eagles GM, I'm going wide receiver for sure. You know, I'm um, at 21. Um, again, yeah, like I like we've all mentioned a couple times already that you know you do want to see the value to pick and who's there and whatnot. But I think you will be able to get a real solid wide receiver right there. Rieger will probably be there. Um, and he's got a he's got a lot of game time speed. Although his forty time was trash, but his game time speed, looking at tape, is really good. And they they'll they'll like that. They love speed, so uh-huh. that'll be big for them. They they can go safety too. You know, I mean, Rodney he's he's had injuries and whatnot, so they can go safety there. Maybe Grant goes there. Maybe maybe Chin goes there. So um, safety's a, a where they can go with it as well. So those are the two. I think they I might say. actually probably go safety in the first, just because of how deep this wide receiver class is. That's true. You can still get a, quali- a yeah. quality uh, receiver in that second round. Brandon Brandon Ayuk might be there. Uh, T Higgins. There's a number of guys we can we can name of how deep this class is. Michael Pittman from USC. This is a deep class. All depending on what type of receiver they're looking for. Um, but I, but since that safety class isn't close to as deep as is wide receiver class, they might actually go safety at 21. So, you know, it, it kind of yep. makes sense. You got to use the resources. The resources say that since this wide receiver class is so deep and not just deep, it's talented. Players that's going in the second round, of course, will be if, if going in the first round in, like in other drafts that, you know, wasn't this deep. So, I, you know, you made a great point, Jay. I think the I think second I think the safety is, is where they it is where I would go because of how deep the wide receiver class is. And and it's <clears throat> yeah, and to add to it, that might be the first safety that goes off the board. Yeah. So again, we brought up the Cowboys. Um, there's but I, 
I don't. There's not. Yeah. I don't think no safety's gonna go. So in they'll, top they'll have their choice. So who um, they want? So the first, right? That's what I'm saying. That, that's that's what I'm saying. They might have their choice to pick the top safety. If the Cowboys, we we brought up the Cowboys being the other team. Um, but if the Cowboys don't pick there, right. they might have a good chance to pick to be the first team to pick one of the first safeties off the board, and they'll have their their chance to pick the top safety, whoever that may be. Makes sense. Yep, exactly. This receiver, I have a question for you guys because we've we've brought up a lot of the receivers and how deep the class is. The more I watch tape on the two guys, and and I've seen a lot more of one of them, but is there like that big of a difference between you guys, between Brandon Ayuk and Jalen Rieger? I I, I wouldn't say there's not a big difference if I had to choose. I already know what what I know. If I had to choose, I'm taking Brandon. If Multiple. I had to choose, I'm yeah, taking Brandon. Yeah. yeah, they both yeah. Can, they both have value in the return game. Um, but I feel like yeah. um, Ayuk after the catch yeah. is more tougher. I do feel like that. But exactly, yeah, for the yeah, but Rager can also pull away from mm-hmm. defenders. But you know, but that's that cause. You know, that's that. You know, cause of course. You know, not everybody is fast. You know, when you get to the NFL, everybody's damn fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I had to choose, the difference isn't a lot. But if I had to choose, I'll take Brandon Ayuk one hundred percent. Yeah, man. I mean, I do too. I like, like Jalen, man. Too. I kind of, I, I kind of, yeah. But remember, I was talking. I was, I was, I was kind of high on him for a little minute, man. Just watching more tape on him recently. I'm not as high as I as I was. Um, Brandon, I probably would go Brandon, but they're both. I mean, like you guys brought up, they both can get yards after the catch. They both could play in the kick return game um, or punt, punt return game. So, I, you know, either one for me, I'm okay with. I, prob- I, I probably would go Rieger because I like his game. I like his speed. You know, I know we, we can talk about his 40 time, but when you watch him on tape, he Henry brought up the point. He has that getaway speed, man. He has that getaway speed. But then Brandon can get yards after he's tough. He, he can fight and get extra yards too. So, you know, um, either or with me, I probably would lean towards Rieger though because of his speed. You know, speed kills. So you can't yeah, teach that. That's our show. Be sure to email us with your questions, comments, and statements. Cover zero podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like us by supporting our Facebook page. You can find us at Specialized Sports Analysis Worldwide. And if you want more exclusive content, feel free by clicking join when you want into the SSAW family by typing in Specialized Sports Analysis Worldwide group. See you next week.